Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Well, good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. Amen. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and Brother Bill is here. Brother Marshall's hanging around somewhere, and you're here. The Lord is here, and everything's going to be all right. Amen? No matter what it is, God can fix it. Everything's going to be just fine. Amen. Amen. So, after you've had such a interesting week, if you live here, then you had to, you know, hear some wind, hear some rain. Hopefully you stayed out of the rain. And you went on living. God took care of everything, and you'll be all right. Now, if you live down at the beach, you might have a few more concerns, but God is still with us all, amen? He's with us, and no matter what it is, we're going to be just fine, amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. We are a Christian internet church founded on the love of God. We're Protestant, we're non-denominational, our denomination is the kingdom of God, (laughs) I think that's the only denomination we can have, (laughs) and I'm looking for something, I can't seem to find it, Lord, what did I do with it, okay, I see, I see, got it, I'll do that then, okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Pastor needs help. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So now, God has helped Pastor do that. Now, a special welcome to all of our veterans. A special welcome to all of our veterans. This is Veterans Day in the USA, in case you were wondering. And this is the day that we set aside to honor, this is the day we set aside to honor those who have served in the military with honor, amen, to protect our country, its values, its standards, and the lives and rights of its citizens. You see? So we want to say a great big thank you, and we love you, and we appreciate you to all of the veterans and their family. You see, the veterans' family has a great sacrifice, a great – they have to give their loved one away so that they can be used by the military to help us to live in peace. You see? 
so we want to remember everyone, the veterans, their service, their devotion, their dedication, their diligence, their bravery, their courage, all that they bring to service. We want to thank them and honor them. And we want to thank and honor their family members as well. Because in that situation, everybody has to give. You know, there's a scripture that says it's more blessed to give than to receive. Well, many of them gave the ultimate. They gave their lives for us. And we want them, their family, and the Lord to know that we are grateful for what they offered and grateful for what they gave. Amen? It's not just, oh, well, it's that time of year again. No. These are people's lives that were committed to principles. Many of them, generations of their families have served. It's an honor to serve. It's an honor. And we want to bless those who served in honor. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, you're the commander-in-chief of the armies of heaven. You're the Lord God of war. You're also the Prince of Peace. We thank you, and we give you praise. We ask that you bless every veteran and their family that are yet alive. We ask a special blessing for them today, Father, in Jesus' name. You know which blessing they need, so we're not going to go down a list of things that we think. We know what you know. Many of them still need to come to Christ. Many of them still need to come to Jesus Christ. Many of them need to be healed from the inside out. Many of them have needs that need to be met. But Lord, you know what they need. And we're asking as the body of Christ that you honor each of them with the blessing that they need. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Lord, because you laid down your life. Many of them had the courage to lay down their lives, too. So we thank you, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord hath made, that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice, and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it.
This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is so good to us, you know. He's so very good to us. We're just so grateful here at Miracle. I know that uh, those of you that uh, we prayed for on the last fast for you to have a breakthrough, I'm beginning to find out that some of you are experiencing that breakthrough. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Amen. Great things he's done. Amen. God is so good, and he's so close to his people. We need to pull away from the earth and its troubles a little bit more and draw closer to our Lord. Amen. Amen. So while we're going through whatever we're going through, whether we're doing the laundry or we're running the vacuum, we can choose to draw closer to our Lord. Amen? Amen. That's the way you do it. You just take a moment. Just take a moment while you're out there watering the plants or you're out there picking up debris out of the yard or you're giving the dog a shampoo. You just take a little time to praise the Lord. That was one of my praise times when I was washing the dog. She liked it. The more I sang, the better she liked it. Anyway, hopefully your dog will like your singing too. Amen. Praise God. So I suppose we need to uh, make some announcements and, and pray or something like that. Amen. Praise God. Um, oh, I'm supposed to tell you that uh, we are fine here in Jacksonville. Those of us that are here, we made it right through the tropical, whatever that was that came by. I heard some rain and I heard some wind. And I closed my eyes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I, I closed my eyes, and when I woke up, it was a little. It was hours later, but God care of us. I didn't. No, nothing came flying off from anywhere. There's nothing. Um, nothing going missing out of the yard or anything. Everything was all right. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up to you all those areas that received a lot of damage from the wind and the rain. Yes, Lord, I know. Down at the beach where the municipality allowed them to build those buildings, those lodging, those homes, too close to the shoreline, they're missing some terra firma. They're missing uh, some, some sand that was there before, but it's gone now. It went back to where the sand came from. And after the last um, tropical storm, municipality came and put all the sand back. Well, this time the wind and the rain came and it blew it all away again. 
So, Father, I ask you to help them. They're going to need help with some more sand. They're going to need help with parts of roofs that are hanging off. Uh, Some places uh, where they uh, have flooding and their cars were parked on the street, their cars were flooded, Lord. Some of them, the first floor of their house was flooded, Lord. They're going to need you. And we're asking you to comfort them, first of all. We're asking you to help them to connect with the Prince of Peace, with the God who holds their next breath, the God who holds their lives in his hand. We ask you to use these circumstances to humble us all and to teach us how great you are and how loving you are how close and intimate you can be during a time of trouble. We ask you, Lord, to go looking for souls, souls that need you and don't think they do. We ask you, Lord, to use this time to build up your kingdom. They're those that have been to church and they quit going because they quit going. We ask you, Lord, to touch their hearts again. We ask you to stir their mind. We ask you to take them to some church hymn that they barely remember and sing it to them. We ask you to stir up their remembrance of a God who loves them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for helping them with the natural remedies and solutions and answers and insurance claims and so on and so forth, the water drainage. Help them in any way that they need help, Father. Let them know that you love them. Sometimes they forget. We thank you. We give you praise. You'll take us through yet another day, Lord, no matter what the day brings. Or what it doesn't bring, you still love us. You're still holding on to us. We are still yours, and we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, I was supposed to greet some more people, wasn't I? Okay. Well, Lord, I'm greeting all the first-time listeners in Jesus' name. Welcome. Invite your friends, a few of your enemies, your in-laws, your outlaws, your ex-in-laws, whatever those are, anybody that can hear, that will be fine, and invite them to listen. We invite you to join us in our chat room, which is located on... Our webpage, amen, and our webpage is located at MiracleInternetChurch.com, MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, whether you're on a laptop, a tablet, or a phone, across the banner, now if you're on a cell phone, Across the banner, you're going to see three white lines, 
and you click the three white lines, it will open up all the links to you. But one of the links is MIC Radio Chat. That link. When the page changes, click Guess. When the page changes, sign your name, write in your name, hit enter, and then where you come down there, where you say hello to everybody, say hello to everybody, and everybody will say hello to you. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. We, we have a lot of saints that like to talk to new people, so don't be, don't be shy. There's no need to be shy. There's plenty of love to go around. You know, when you get around the family table, there's usually plenty of mac and cheese. Well, there's plenty of love here. We don't have any mac and cheese tonight. Sorry about that. Plenty of love. So feel free. (laughs) Feel free to join us. Amen? Feel free to join us. We're getting rid of all of our fears and all of our angers and frustrations. And we've come to Jesus, and he will fill us up with himself and his love. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We are determined that whatsoever things are true and whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, Whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, we're going to think on these things. Amen. We need to. Amen. We need to. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that washed our sins away. We thank you for the avenue of repentance, Lord. Without it, we would still be headed to hell. Because of you, Lord Jesus, because of the Father's plan, because of the Holy Spirit, you hung on Calvary and gave your life for us and shed your precious blood as it was determined before the foundation of the world. You selflessly gave yourself, and thereby we have an opportunity to have a personal and intimate relationship with you our Heavenly Father, and God the Holy Spirit. There's no more to ask for. That's everything. No, Lord, we have never been worthy of this. But you graciously provided it, and we are so thankful and appreciative. Without it, we would still be wandering out there in the sea of lost souls who couldn't find their way, and a lot of them still haven't. We're remembering them tonight. We ask you, Father, just how to love you. Teach us how to trust you. Teach us how to reverence you. Teach us how to listen to you. Teach us how to obey you. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you for healing our hurt. We thank you for making us whole and new. We thank you for washing our sins away. 
thank you, Lord. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for the warring linking angels that surround us. We thank you for the praising angels all around us, the angels that attend your very presence, because it is the truth that when two or three of us are gathered together in your name, you're in the middle. You're in the midst of us. We welcome you. And we honor you. We thank you, Lord, for the armor of God. Every warrior has got to wear their armor all the time. We thank you for every piece. Thank you for the word of God, the sword of the spirit. We thank you for the shield of faith. We thank you for every inheritance and every gift and every blessing that you have provided us with. We want to thank you, Lord. We thank you that we made it through today yet alive. Amen. We're alive, and it matters. We have the opportunity to reach someone. We lift up that mother that had hip surgery, Lord, in Jesus' name. We thank you for your continued hand upon her in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for her recovery in the grace of God. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for the answers to questions that we have. We thank you for the solutions to problems that we have. According to your word, according to your will, because you know what is best for us. We thank you, Lord. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their illegal use of supernatural power. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy in Jesus' name. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of our witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind our trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar devils, electronic, digital, technology demons, and their attacks. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. 
We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind Leviathan spirits, brainwashing spirits, Kundalini spirits and their attacks, water marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, all pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence and smart dust and drone spirits. We bind you, all sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing and womanizing, and whoredom spirits in their attacks, all voices of the stranger in their attacks, all hypnotic trance devils in their attacks. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes and injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons in their attacks, microwave attacks, frequency attacks. 5G and all its components. We bind all whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer and the seducer in their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, mystic rituals, and their intent. We take authority, dominion, and power over every attack of Satan against the people of God in Jesus' name. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind everything evil coming from the satellite, from the cellular cell towers, through our devices in Jesus' name. Amen. We bind all 5G and components in the name of Jesus Christ. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every form of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the sender. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu. Caribbean, Jamaican, Latin American, Chinese, Russian, Korean, Indonesian, Malaysian, African, Arabian, Iranian, Iraqi, Norwegian, Swedish, Canadian, North American, South American, Haitian, Jamaican, Caribbean and Latin American, Indigenous persons, tribal persons, Groups that have not been identified. French. Greek. Sicilian. Sicilian. 
We bind every place that magic and black magic, white magic, voodoo, hoodoo, jujus, all of witchcraft and the occult is practiced in Jesus' name. And we bind on Morgellons attacks and we return and send every attack senders according to the covenant. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We take authority, dominion, and power over that occultic group. They go to worship the owl in the groves. We bind their powers worldwide. We chain their powers with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We bind all free flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin and our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind the spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind mammon and all of his agents and manipulations in Jesus' name. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, monitor, track, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, Stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, despise, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust, and addiction. In the name of Jesus, we return to sender according to the covenant. All in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights in the name of Jesus Christ. 
you, Father, and we give you praise in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. Make believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, Antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebel experience and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, deities, all those false deities, goddesses, gods, mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ and chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, scrub witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, and power in the name of Jesus Christ and those of the affiliated organizations. We bind their pledges, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the grips in the name of Jesus. We bind their demonic prayers in Jesus' name. All their practices we bind in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs in Jesus' name. We return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of the sins. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, the work of errors in our lives, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and all customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft, as well as their mind control back on their own heads in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear. Our Spirit of God says to the church, we repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, 
to break every yoke and chain and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we ce- have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that have been persecuted or are being persecuted, and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We thank you, Father. We disconnect. We loose ourselves from every spirit that followed us from any place that we've been all week long in Jesus' name. We bind it in the name of Jesus, any demon that was transferred to us, and we command it to leave us now. Every spirit that came through the computer, through the web pages opening up, we bind those demons coming across the computer lines, and we return them and all the curses right back where they came from in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. We cover ourselves and our transportation, our means of transportation, and the roads that we travel with the blood of Jesus. We thank you that your angels have gone before us, preparing the way in Jesus' name. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over every demon that would attack us, but especially in the night while we're attempting to rest with bad dreams, nightmares, nightmares, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, dreams we don't even remember that were demonic, we send them back in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the poisons or foods that were or drinks that were given to us in our sleep and we don't remember it. We wipe it out with the blood of Jesus. We bind it and send it right back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for your protection, Father. We plead Psalm 91 over every member of Miracle Outreach Ministries. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, everything sent to us by the enemy, and we send it right back in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind and we cut down and we destroy ungodly silver cords and ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other form of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy and crush walls of protection, all protections around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and liars and such in Jesus' name. We break and destroy the powers of those love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, fascination with evil, charms, fetishes, voodoo, magic, sorcery, sickness, destruction, pain, torment, incense, and candle burning, incantations, psychic thoughts, fetishes, psychic prayers, charms, ungodly blessings, root works, crystals, tribal rituals, and sins in Jesus' name. 
we bind them all up. We send them all back, release them from where wherever they came from in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind spirits of hate, jealousy, bitterness, murder, and envy, and wizardry, and sorcery in the name of Jesus Christ. And we loose the love of God found in Jesus Christ, our Lord, over all the members of Miracle Outreach Ministries in Jesus' name and everybody's sin. Amen. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, Brother Bill, would you post um, the dream protocol, please? Thank you. Amen. All right. Next. All right. Our featured psalm for tonight's worship service is Psalm 90, 9-0, in Jesus' name. And our verse for meditation comes from the book of Job, Job chapter 5, verse 17 through 18. Job chapter 5, verse 17 through 18. Our featured ebook is Spirit of Rebellion. Spirit of Rebellion, thank you. Deliverance Root System. Spirit of Rebellion, Deliverance Root System. Our guest calling number remains, area code 319-527-6235, and press 1. That's area code 319-527-6235, and press 1. Well, saints, praise the Lord. Tonight, we're going to talk about stand firm, hold fast. Stand firm, hold fast. Amen. Stand firm, hold fast. Saints, we've talked about the deception that is now covering the world. The intention of this deception is to lead those who have chosen to reject truth into a spirit of error. We have discovered that Satan and his deceiving spirits will come as wolves dressed in sheep's clothing. They are thought to be Christians, but they have already departed from the truth. They have already departed from the truth. Amen? They've already departed from the truth. In John 18, Jesus said, To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. And Pilate saith unto him, What is truth? Well, I suppose he asked, he didn't know. In John, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 6, 
John, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus was very direct, wasn't he? Amen. He was very, very direct. In Acts, the book of Acts, chapter 4, verse 12. The book of Acts, chapter 4, verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There's no other way to be saved outside of the real Jesus Christ, the genuine one. Why do I say that? Because they made up another one. They made up another one. And they're selling him like hot dogs. It's a fabrication they came up with. And if you're not familiar with the truth of the scriptures, You might be tricked into believing what they're saying is the truth, but it's not. They created another Jesus, another gospel, and now they have another spirit to go with it. Yes, but John chapter 8, verse 32 is here to help us. John, the gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 32. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 32. And ye shall know the truth. By the way, you have to want to know the truth, too. You can't be living in denial and get truth. you got to want it because you'll have to pay a price for it. The Bible says to buy the truth and sell it not. That means it comes with a price. It may not be dollars and cents, but there is a price to obtain the truth. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Matthew chapter 14, Matthew chapter 14, beginning with verse 32, Matthew chapter 14, beginning with verse 32, and when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. When they were coming to the ship, the wind ceased. 
Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. The Gospel of of John, chapter 1, verse 17. The Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 17. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Verse 17. Of John 17. John chapter 17, verse 17. John chapter 17, verse 17. Jesus was praying to his father here. He said, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Thy word is true. Amen. So, God was trying to talk to us, not just to them, but to us as well. We need not exclude ourselves because we're God's covenant people. Amen. We are God's covenant people. So we need not exclude ourselves when God is talking. Oh, that was just for them way back then. No, God. You see, it's something you have to understand about the Bible, especially the King James Version. This is a living book. It talks. It will talk to you personally if you have ears to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. It will talk to you. It will correct you. It will rebuke you. It will open your eyes to what you've not seen before. It will teach you, not just inform you, teach you. And many other things. Amen? And many other things. This isn't just some ordinary book. This book is alive with the power of God. I know that there is a mindset in the world that this is just some old dusty book, but they've been lied to by the enemy and they went for it. You should know better. Amen? So we're talking about Satan's deception. There's a lot of it. And we must overcome it. In Second Timothy chapter three, we'll find that Paul, the Apostle Paul, was warning Timothy and us that in the last days there would be wicked people who were deceived, 
and their objective is to deceive others. They're deceived, and so they believe that you need to believe what they believe, and so their objective is to deceive others as well. These people would be here on the earth with us. Well, they're here. They have arrived. Amen? These people are hostile to and they oppose the truth. They've got distorted minds. They're counterfeit. What does a counterfeit do? A counterfeit looks like the real thing, but on close examination, find flaws that prove it's not genuine. And they should be rejected as far as faith is concerned because they have rejected the truth, Jesus Christ. So in Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 8, the Bible says, so do these also resist the truth. They resist the truth. Men of corrupt mind, twisted mind, corrupted mind, reprobate concerning the faith. Paul revealed to Timothy and to us that we will be able to resist and overcome this deception, but we've got to understand a few things first. We talked about this earlier. We talked about this. So let's go on down to verse 14, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that, that, and that from a child thou hast known what? The holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Verse 16, if this scripture is not already highlighted in your Bible, it should be. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine or teaching, for reproof, for correction, for instruction, in righteousness. All scripture. Really? That's right. All scripture. They're able to make you wise for salvation through the faith in Jesus Christ. It's useful to teach you, to rebuke you, to correct you, to train you in righteousness. Amen? That's what the scriptures have come to do in your life. Allow them to do that. Allow them to do that. 
allow them to do that. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now, Paul instructed Timothy and us to reject those that are imposters. Imposters. They're not the real thing. They're not. Amen. They're all dressed up. And they sound like they're supposed to be the right thing, but they're not. They're not. They they started out that way possibly, but somewhere along the line, they got off. In Romans chapter 16, verse 17, it states, Now I beg you, brethren, I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause division and offensive offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned and their instructions for you to do something. Avoid them. Avoid them. I remember uh, while Dr. Pat was alive, I went to dinner with some saints after church. And one of these saints was mentioning that she heard that this new prophet was in town and she and her friend were going to go see such and such. And I made a comment that would lead one to understand that I didn't consider that person to be worthy of going to see. But you see, that's how people are. They have itching ears. They want to go hear some new thing. And they do the same thing now without using gasoline. They hop up on YouTube and this tube and that tube and the other tube and anywhere they can go on the Internet. They want to see some new thing. It looks fascinating. It looks interesting. I never heard of that before. And that's the way they go. And that's the doorway to deception. That's it right there. You know, you heard that little comment when you were growing up about curiosity killed the cat. Well, some curiosity has led people into what we call apostasy. They went without the Holy Spirit leading them and guiding them. And they ended up outside of Christianity, believing that they were still in the faith. And some of you have been in that position, and others of you are in that position right now. Amen. Some of you have been in that position, and some of you are in that position right now. You still think you're a Christian and you're in the faith. But you've done things and participated in things and partaken of spirits that are not of God. You've received another Jesus, another gospel, and you have a counterfeit Holy Spirit. It's the truth. And I suppose that's why the Lord has you listening, 
so that you can find out. You know, you just can't tune your ear to any spirit. Because once you open yourself up, the spirit comes in. We warn you sternly about going and listening to anything, anywhere, not just in the church realm, secular as well, in the family relationships as well. Because you listen to something some relative says, you accept it as truth when it's not. You make judgments on it when it's not truth to begin with, or it's only specks of truth in it. All of that leads you into delusions and deceptions and lies and sin. You go into bondage. Amen, and it is real. So, Paul was warning them and us about this great deception, and he said, stand firm and hold fast. Stand stand firm. Yep, stand firm and hold fast. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 15, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 15, he says, "Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught." Well, that's provided that you were taught the right thing to begin with. There are people that have been taught that tongues passed away and that tongues are no longer real. They were taught the wrong thing. And it blocks their faith, and they go around, can't figure out why they can't have a prayer language. Well, they have to repent of having believed something, received something that was not the truth. Amen? whether by word or by our epistle, he said. He said, hold on to the truth. That's what he's saying to us, to hold on to the teaching that he received from Paul and from the other disciples based on the fact that he knew how they lived their lives. You know, I was talking about that saint that wanted to go, and I think they did go, running all over the place to see this person. Let me tell you about that person for a moment, just a second. That was a person I had seen in person. I'd seen them across the TV screen, and I knew something wasn't quite right. I saw them in person, not because I was going someplace to see them, but because I was uh, I was in a place and they showed up. I was in a service and they showed up. Not to minister, they were just there. And they were in the seat right in front of me. And as the praises of God began to go up and the presence of the Lord began to fill the room, that person manifested demonically. That person fell to the floor, 
and begin to uh, swarm around just like a snake does. Now, here this is, this great prophet that she was going to run off to go see, and I just finished watching them mop the floor with their own clothes. Well, I think they went anyway, but I wasn't going to go. And I tried to encourage them not to go. But that wasn't the only time that happened with that that saint. Amen. Praise the Lord. And that's the way it went. You see, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning with verse 9, Paul goes on to say, They shall proceed no further. For their folly shall be manifest unto all men. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, my teaching, my manner of life, my purpose, my faith, my long suffering, my charity, patience, and so on and so forth. You know what I've been through. You know how I fought for the truth of the gospel for the faith as it was once delivered to the saints. This is what I've laid my life down, Paul was saying to Timothy. You know what I've endured, but the Lord delivered me. So Timothy knew that Paul was not an imposter by the life that he lived. He practiced what he preached. The life of Christ was manifested through his life, in his manner of conduct, in his actions, in his speech, in his relationships with others. The word that he preached was confirmed as God manifested signs and wonders through him. In essence, Paul was telling Timothy and us that in the midst of a time of great deception, where imposters would get worse and worse practicing every kind of deception there is, if he would do these two things, he'd be able to stand. First of all, he would have to hold on and stand firm following the sound teachings that he had been taught. Number two, he would have to remain rooted and grounded in the truth, in the Holy Scriptures. Here at Miracle, we exclusively use the King James Version of the Bible. We don't have all those other derivations that men have come up with that have been polluted and corrupted and diluted. Some of them, the NIV, I I don't know, it might not be the worst one anymore, where they've taken scriptures out completely, just whole scriptures. They've just disappeared. The problem that we're having is that Christians of today are opening their minds to the delusions of Satan. Delusions? Yes, we talked about those. A delusion is a false belief or opinion 
a belief in something that is contrary to fact, contrary to reality, or contrary to truth. It results from deception, misconception, or what the world calls mental disorders, and we call demons. Deluding and deceiving and lying and seducing spirits are working through people, human people. And some of them aren't so human, but we can talk about that later. Leading Christians into error and into delusion. Christians are being deceived and they don't recognize it. One of the reasons is because they don't do any spiritual warfare at all. Many of them have never been taught any spiritual warfare. Amen. The church today is filled with Christians who listen to every teacher and every new teaching that comes along. Now, when we were children, we were taught that you have to be selective when you go places that you don't know the cook. And I kind of think that applies in this situation. Instead of examining the lives of the individuals to whom they are listening to see if their lives line up with the word of God, they are accepting every word out of their mouths into their spirits, out of their mouths and into their own spirits, out of their mouths into their own spirits. That's called the transference of evil spirits. Instead of searching the word of God for themselves to see if what they are hearing is the true word of God, they swallow it, hook, line, and sinker. They do. They swallow it, line, and sinker. Mm Mm-hmm. Amen. Hook, line, and sinker. Amen. Amen. There it is. Acts chapter 17, verse 13. Acts chapter 17, verse 13. But when the Jews... I think that's the one I want. Uh Uh-huh. Of Thessalonica had knowledge that the word of God was preached to Paul at Berea. They came thither also and stirred up the people. Well, you know how that is. Amen. They stirred up the people. Of course they did. See, there's always going to be those that don't want you. You know, some of your family members have done that already. You already know about that. They don't want you, they don't see why you would want to listen to us. Well, first of all, they've probably been the ones that show up to church, have been sitting in church all these years, 
and haven't learned very much. And so the fact that all of a sudden you seem to know more than they do uh, doesn't make them too happy. But in, in verse 10 of chapter 17, and the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who coming there went into the synagogues of the Jews. And these were more noble than those of Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind, and searched the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. You see, they weren't going to be deceived. They were going to search the scriptures to find out if what Paul was preaching was the truth. But that's not what people do today. They don't do any research to see if what they hear on the news through whatever's left, NBC, CBS, CNN, NEN. They just suck it in through a straw. Oh, yes, this is the way it is. It's the truth. They don't even ask Jesus if the people are telling the truth. Well, that's the way people are. They've chosen to be blind. There are Christians today who, instead of being rooted and grounded in God's word, are rooted and grounded in the teachings of men. They go from one teacher to another, one church to another, accepting everything they hear as true, accepting every little single thing they hear as true. Well, We help you out. We give you the scriptures to get you started. And we keep giving you scriptures. And we don't quit. Amen? As a result, they follow after every new teaching that comes along, and they never really grow into full spiritual maturity where they are firmly established in the word of God. Christians are following after teachers and ministers who have pleasing personalities or entertaining or smooth-tongued orators or preaching things. Here it is, preaching things they want to hear. Preaching the things they want to hear. Instead of getting under the ministry of a minister of God who is preaching the truth, in a demonstration of the power of God and whose lives, conduct, and purpose in life and faith line up with the word of God. Amen. I'll say amen if you want. Paul warned Timothy of a time that was coming when there would be Christians who were so deceived that they would turn away from hearing the truth and follow after teachers of their own liking. 2 Timothy chapter 4, beginning with verse 3. 4, beginning with verse 3. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, sound teaching. They don't want to hear the truth. They want to hear what they want to hear. And so they're going to just fly all over the place listening to this. Whatever comes up, 
on uh, TBN or whatever. It's about five or six of them now. Whichever one they pick, they're just going to listen to that. They don't care if God says, yes, you can listen or no, because they didn't ask him anyway. And the Holy Spirit, who? Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Spirit, who? But after their own lust, shall they heap to themselves, heap to themselves. Teachers having itching ears, they can't wait to hear the next thing. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth. They shall turn away their own ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables or lies, whichever you prefer. Beloved, that day has been here for a while and it's here now. Many Christians have shut their ears from hearing the truth because it convicts them of their carnal, sinful attitudes and actions. They don't want to hear about self-denial. They don't want to hear about holiness. They don't want to hear about crucifying the lust of their flesh. They don't want to hear about obedience. They don't want to hear about suffering for the sake of the gospel. And they certainly don't want to hear about fasting. They don't want to hear about their need to repent or about the judgment of God. They want to hear something that makes them feel good. You see, they wallow in their feelings. They want to hear something that makes them feel good and that caters to the passions and lusts of their carnal, fleshly nature. That's what they want to hear. There are Christians today who, by listening to a false teaching, have opened their minds to lying, deceiving spirits. Let me say it again. There are Christians today who, by listening to false teaching, have opened their minds. They opened their own minds up, you see, to lying, deceiving spirits. They are living unsanctified, unholy lives, fulfilling the lust of their flesh, sinning and walking in disobedience against God with the delusion. We just covered what a delusion is, that God in his grace and mercy is overlooking their sin and that they are going to be raptured with the church when Jesus returns. They're going to be in for the shock of their lives. Over and over, Paul warns us about being deceived concerning sin. In Galatians chapter 6, beginning with verse 7. Galatians chapter 6, beginning with verse 7. Be not deceived. Don't believe a lie. Don't live a lie. God is not mocked. You cannot make a fool out of God. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit 
shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Amen. He warned the believers. He warned them, just like I'm warning you tonight, not to allow themselves to be deceived by those who made allowances for sin or didn't make much of sin, like that's not really anything. They were not to have anything to do with such deceivers. Well, you see, some of these deceivers are in their family, you know. They got to go over for Sunday dinner, so they think. Ephesians chapter 5, beginning with verse 6. Ephesians chapter 5, beginning with verse 6. Let no man deceive you with vain words. That's it right there. Whether he comes across the TV, across the computer, across the dinner table. Let no man deceive you with vain words. Even if he is a Mason and she's in the order of the Eastern Star. Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers or participants with them. So you know your cousin is into every kind of mess that's occultic that your cousin can get into, from yoga to this to that to the other thing to astrology, you name it, they're there. Be not ye therefore partakers with them, Mm -hmm. the Lord. That's what the Bible says. Now, when when are you going to decide to do what the Bible says to do? No, you're going to keep doing what you want to do. Well, I don't know about that. Amen. Don't know about that. There are Christians who have been given deceiving, lying, seducing spirits and opening to deceive them. You see, it's the Christian that's opening up to these spirits to come in. They are under the delusion that every suggestion or thought coming into their minds is from God. Well, we have a solution for that here. We call it 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. We teach you about it. Do you do it? (laughs) Well, now, that's a good question. That's a good question. That's a good question. Do you do it? Do you practice what we teach you? Huh, that's a good one. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Amen? Amen. That means every thought has to go through the litmus test, so to speak. 
You have to bind every thought because every thought in your head did not come from God. I guarantee you. We even give you a little drill. Every time you get a thought, bind it in Jesus' name. It keeps coming back, bind it in Jesus' name. If it goes away, it's not Jesus. Now, how hard is that? How easy is that? How simple is that? We give you yet another thing. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. You know what that is. Help yourself to it. Have a healthy dose of it. Amen? We're trying to help you find your way to glory. Amen. That's just the truth. So these people go around indiscriminately thinking, God told me to do this or that, when it's actually their own thoughts or that deceiving or seducing spirits have told them that leads them astray from what God wants them to do. Many times God does speak to individuals, giving them specific directions concerning what they are to do or to say. However, what often happens is that many Christians fail to discern between their thoughts when it is God speaking to them and when it is deceiving spirit speaking. We have a book on that, a whole book. That's right. We have a book on it. Yes, we do. We've got one. We've got a whole book on that. Amen. Brother Bill, could you put the link on trying the spirit up there for him? Thank you. Appreciate you. we got a whole book on it. Pastor Pat wrote an entire book for hands for who's read the book. I just prefer to continue preaching. Amen. This is one of Satan's major ways of deceiving Christians today. If he can deceive people and get them to do their own will under the delusion that they are following God's will, he will succeed in stopping the advance of the church into his territory. Amen? Will or following after your own will is rebellion against God, and it is sin. Self-will, or following after your own will, is rebellion against God, and it is sin. Self-will, or following after your own will, is rebellion against God, and it is sin. Amen. I just wanted to make that clear to you. I wanted to make that clear to you. So when you, no, that's not the one I mean. I don't think that's the one. Amen. I'll find it in a minute. 
Do I, did everybody get that part? Let me say it one more time. Self-will or following after your own will is rebellion against God, and it is sin. One of the reasons the church has today has not made more advances in pushing back the forces of darkness and in building the kingdom of God is because a great majority of Christians are not discerning the will of God. They are not staying on their faces before God in seasons of prayer and fasting until they know his direction and the leading of the Spirit, what God wants them to do. I recently had a conversation with a sister, and we were talking about living arrangements. And so I said, well, what are you going to do? And she began to tell me what she thought she ought to do. And the Lord had already spoken to me, so I said this, you need to go on a fast. And I described the fast to her and encouraged her family members to join in, her, join in the fast with her. The next time I asked her about the arrangements, she had the right answer. And she explained that she was just in her flesh. I knew that the first time. But you see, saints have a tendency to believe their flesh before they seek God. Amen? You may as well agree it's the truth. They are so busy running around doing what they think is God's will or following their own self-will They are failing to know and to do God's will. Let me say that again. They are so busy running around doing what they think is God's will or following their own self-will, they are failing to know and do God's will. It doesn't matter what good works you are doing or how successful your work in the Lord may be. If you have not taken the time to seek God's direction and are not doing what he has asked you to do, you are following self-will and are rebelling and sinning against God. Mm-hmm. That applies to spiritual things and to natural things. Amen. Satan can't deceive you unless you accept and act on his delusion. Another of the delusions Satan has propagated within the minds of Christians today is that God will not hold them accountable for their failure to know the truth. They have been deceived or led into error. That's right. They think God will not hold them accountable for their failure to know the truth if they have been deceived or led into error. Don't be deceived. Christians cannot be deceived by Satan or deceiving, lying, seducing spirits unless they yield to the thoughts or suggestions 
of those spirits and accept it in their mind. The children of Israel were led astray by the delusions and lies of Satan. Satan, through false prophets, prophesied lies. Through the ten who came back with the wrong conclusion, they were led astray. You see, they had a choice of who they could listen to. could listen to Joshua and Caleb, or they could listen to the ten who brought the evil report. What did they do? They listened to the ten who brought the evil report. So the children of Israel accepted and acted on them. Not only did God punish the false prophets, but his judgment came upon those who were deceived. You see, the people could not have been deceived except by their own consent. You see, you got a will. You have to use it. You can't just sit there and be passive. You have to make a choice. He says, choose you this day who you will serve. And every day, all day long, you're making that choice. You're making that choice all day long. I remember Dr. Pat giving us um, this example that happened to her personally. She was sitting there reading the Bible and studying some some things the Lord wanted her to study, and suddenly she had this thought that she needed to get up and go visit her sister. And so she did, Second Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5. She bound that thought in Jesus' name. It came back again. She bound that thought in Jesus' name. And, after, and she continued the practice, and after a while, it went away. And the Lord spoke to her and said, see, that wasn't me. A lot of you all do this. You have the habit of getting on the telephone with certain persons that you know. And you can be in the middle of actually doing something God wants you to do, and that thing pops up, and, oh, I need to go talk to so-and-so. That may not be God. You may not need to have that conversation. You need to do what God wants you to do, whatever that happens to be. Amen. One day, I pray, you grow to the point where when the thought comes, you ask the Lord, Lord, do you want me to do that? Mm -hmm. Amen. Judgment came upon the children of Israel because they allowed themselves to be deceived into listening to the false teachers who prophesied lies. You see, people are going to be held accountable for listening to the mainstream media and swallowing what they said hook, line, and sinker. It's just the truth. Today we have no excuse. God holds us accountable to the truth he has revealed to us in his word. He has given us the Holy Spirit. You're kidding. No. That's the one. Thank you. That's the right one. 
he has given us the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 16, the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 13. The Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 13. How be it, how is it, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. He will guide you into all truth. Amen. When we stand before him, we will not be able to excuse ourselves. We will not be able to shift the blame upon those who have deceived and led us astray. If we are deceived, it is because we have failed to know the truth, recognize and take authority over the deceiving spirits attacking our mind. Amen? Amen. That's what's going on. And we need to acknowledge it, and we need to deal with it. Amen. Let me pull this up here. Amen. Yep. You need to chew on that a minute. Amen. Amen. All right, here we are. At the beginning of each broadcast on Wednesdays and Fridays, I play spinning announcements in the MIC chat room. It happens every Wednesday and every Friday. And if you have never scrolled up to read them, you need to, because you need to be aware. One of them is this one, warning, definition vet, to examine, investigate, or evaluate in a thorough or expert way. Saints, you are not allowed to take persons or practices or customs or traditions into your personal life which have not been vetted by God, the Holy Spirit. Amen? We also have another one that the Holy Spirit tells me to post from time to time. Be advised. In the end, God will hold you responsible for what you choose to believe and how you live. On Judgment Day, you will not escape responsibility for bad choices by pointing the finger at a pastor who proposed those beliefs or behaviors. The full responsibility for what you believe and how you apply those beliefs 
regardless of what influences influence your choices lies on your shoulders. Amen. Amen. So, during the end time, God is bringing the church into full maturity where his power is being manifested in a greater dimension than before. And at the same time, there's a lot of people that are in the church that are being deceived and falling away from the truth and turning away from their faith in the true and real Jesus Christ. Amen. In 1 Timothy 4, beginning with verse 1. 1 Timothy 4, beginning with verse 1. We are told, Now the Spirit, the Holy Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Amen? This is a part of Satan's strategy of delusions that leads to deception. You see, through the hypocrisy and pretensions of liars whose conscience has been seared, seared, you know, like you take a hot iron and you put it on something, you know what the result is. Amen? This is a part of Satan's strategy. Paul warned the Thessalonians and us that there's going to be these Christians that are falling away, and you've heard about it. When we've done the adjudication that half of a denomination is going one way and half is going completely the other. Why? LGBTQIA+, that's why, and some other things. Let no man deceive you by any means. He says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, For that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. This is not a warning to unbelievers. It's a warning to the church. It's a warning to you not to allow yourself to be deceived and to repent if you've already been deceived. It's a warning to you. We are living in a day in which deceiving, deluding, lying, seducing spirits are attacking the church from the secular realm and in within what is called Christendom. We are living in a day in which Christians are being deceived by the teachings of demons. The teachings of demons deceiving Christians, not only through false prophets and teachers, but also by communicating directly with the mind. 
communicating directly with the mind by injecting thoughts and suggestions and putting lies and delusions into men's minds directly. It's almost as bad as if the devil sucked all those lies up in a syringe, stuck the syringe in your head, and pushed the plunger in. It's almost that bad. Amen? Delusions are any of the lies that Satan has planted in your mind that are hindering you in your relationship with Jesus Christ and stopping you from fulfilling the will of God. You are going to learn to get rid of any delusions you may have in your mind And you're going to learn, if you choose to learn, how to keep them out. These spirits are attacking now. These spirits are attacking now. Satan has already commissioned them to attack and stop the church from advancing further into his territory. We need to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the church. Satan has tried many things, trying to weaken the authority of God's word. We have churches today that are filled with people who do not believe in the infallibility of the scriptures. In other words, what the Bible says, that's how it is. They believe it's okay for women to marry women and men to marry men. They are working through false men and women of God. Now listen, saints. Oh, but brother so-and-so is such a nice person. Well, let me explain it to you this way. Sugar is sweet. Enough of it will kill you. Working through false men and women who are supposed to be of God, who have been deceived, perverting and distorting the truth of the word of God. We've got plenty of that going on. He's working through false teachers, adding to the scriptures the thoughts of human, man's theory, introducing outright heresy, and leading believers into error. Why? Because the believers are too lazy to get a Bible that's the King James Version, not to mention they sell them in Walmart. Open it, pray, and ask God to show them the truth. Keeping Christians bound by a lack of spiritual knowledge, causing them to neglect their study of the Word of God. That's right. Because on Sunday, whatever team is playing whatever other team. And it's more important to get to the stadium early, can have a seat, than it is to hear from heaven and to get their souls right with God. That's right. The golf tournament is in town this week. And so they're not going to be in church because they have to go 
to the golf tournament to drive the carts up and down with this celebrity whoever in it. That's more important. It's the truth. Doctrines of demons directly attacking the minds of Christians by injecting and transmitting lies into their thoughts so that they will be deluded and deceived and led astray and fall away from their faith. These spirits are bombarding the minds of Christians with thoughts and beliefs that are opposed to the truth of God and are rendering them ineffective in their warfare against Satan and his demons. Saints, you are not automatically protected from these strategies of Satan's deception. Christians who are ignorant of his strategies are going to be deceived. God is warning you now so that you will be prepared. The only way to fight against spirits of delusion, deception, and lying and seducing spirits, first of all, you have to be honest yourself. You've got to stop lying. You've got to repent of your sins. You know all those cover-ups you do to cover up what you should have done but you didn't do? All that going behind the back door and taking the shortcut and all of that stuff? You've got to learn what it means to be honest. You've got to learn what it means to be truthful. And you have to practice it yourself. The only way to fight against spirits of delusion, deception, and lying and seducing spirits and keep your mind from being deceived is by filling your mind with truth. Truth is power. God's truth is powerful. Jesus told his disciples in the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verses 31, beginning with verse 31, Jesus said, to the Jews who believed on him, if you continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make ye free. If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It is the truth that will drive out the delusion Satan may have planted in your mind. Deceiving, deluding, lying, seducing spirits cannot penetrate the truth. We suggest I'm outright preaching to you and asking you to stop it. Stop lying to yourself, first of all. They call it fudging. No, it's not fudging. It's lying. This very day, please take heed to this warning. Be not deceived. Fill your mind with truth, the powerful word of God. It is the only thing that is 100% infallible, incapable of error, 100% incapable of being taken by assault. It can't be infiltrated. 
as you walk and live in the truth, there is nothing Satan and his demons can do to deceive you. So, perhaps you're one of these saints that needs to get on your face before God and ask him to expose any lies or delusions Satan may have planted in your heart and mind. Saints, don't give Satan or his demons one opportunity to deceive you. Walk in the truth and the power of God's word. Walk in the truth, power of God's word. Walk in the truth and the power of God's word. Don't be misled. Remember that you can't ignore God and get away with it. If you continue to sow the wrong kind of crop, you're going to reap what you sow. If you sow to please your own wrong desires, you're going to be planning evil, and surely you're going to get it. That's what you're going to get back. You're going to get the corruption and spiritual decay that it brings. But if you plant obedience to the Spirit of God, you're going to reap everlasting life. Amen? Don't get discouraged and give up. Amen? Keep doing what you know to be the truth. Now, there's a statement that I'm going to make. And it is for whom it is for. In other words, this is for a specific person. All right? So if it's not you, don't concern yourself. You know, some of us have such deep curiosity, a.k.a. downright nosy, that we think we ought to know the answer to every single thing. Well, this isn't to every single person. The Lord wants me to release this statement so that the person that needs to hear it will hear it. Amen? Praise the Lord. Now, there are persons who preach the gospel who need to learn that it's okay to firmly maintain that which is only right. In other words, it's right for the righteous king of peace to ask God to destroy his enemy. And when the king of peace, the righteous king of peace, in the psalm, in the book of Psalms, asks God to destroy his enemies, in doing so, he is affirming the supremacy of God who puts all enemies under his feet. What God wants you to know is these psalms are not the emotional prayers of angry men. Instead, they are the very war cries of the Prince of Peace recorded by men for us to have and use in spiritual warfare. I hope that cleared up. 
that issue for that person. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you have questions, email me at gproom at outlook.com. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, you'll need to recast. It was very straightforward, direct, and to the point. I'm certain you heard the Spirit of God indicate to you what you ought to hear. And yes, you need to go back and listen because you don't get it all the first time. And you may not get it all the second time. Amen. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Here we are, Lord. So, I pray that you got something out of the message. I know I did as I was preaching it. And I pray that you give the more earnest heed to what the Lord said to us tonight. Because this season is upon us already. It's been going on for some time. And many a saint has gotten lost running around listening to what the Holy Spirit doesn't want you to listen to, receiving things that it's a demon teaching that. You know, curiosity, you don't, you just, you don't take it to God and ask it. You just do what you feel like doing. Well, that's not the brightest idea you've ever had. Praise God. We're going to go to our guest call-ins for a little while. And so when I call your area code, feel free to answer and speak right up so that we can pray for you if that is what is needed. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And we're going to area code 209. Area code 209, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. I hope you can hear me. Hi, it's Sherry. Hi, how are you? Hi, it's Sherry. <clears throat> yeah, um, just uh, just need some prayer for some of the attacks that are continuing. I'm okay. going through all the prayers probably four or five times a day. All right. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for wisdom. We thank you for truth. We thank you for the protection of the word of God for our sister in Jesus' name. With the sword of the spirit, we cut her free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garland, chain, fetter, net, yoke, snare, and involvement of the devil. 
We cut her free from every entity. Oh, shout out of your rekisa that she needs to be disconnected from in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over those spirits that transfer it into her in Jesus' name. We bind them. We command them to come up and out of her right now in Jesus' name. Right now in the name of Jesus. We command every one of those spirits to be bound to go into the cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Every deception, every delusion, we're, we're binding in Jesus' name. We command you to come out of her. All of the attacks. We return to sender in Jesus' name. Every attack goes back in Jesus' name. Every attack goes back in the name of Jesus. We've already pulled down the protections of the enemy, and every attack goes back in Jesus' holy name. Go back in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your holy word. Every attack, the results of every attack, we pull out every voodoo pen. All Haitian witchcraft. And we send it back from whence it originated in Jesus' name. Environmental attack. Oh, found in Jesus' name. Go back where you came from. In the name of Jesus Christ. Attacks in the mind. You're bound in Jesus' name. Witchcraft and occult attacks in the mind. You're bound in Jesus' name. Come up and out. Come out of her. Come out of her now. In the name of Jesus. Come on out of her. All of those attacks on the mind, come out of her in the name of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus penetrating the mind. Come on out of there. Come out of there in Jesus' name. Come out of there in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack on the mind, we bind it and send it right back in the name of Jesus. All those attacks on the mind. Are you still playing the word of God over you 24-7? I am. If it's not um, some music when I'm singing to him. Yes. All right. All right. I just wanted to make sure you're still doing that. Every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Every single attack must go back in the name of Jesus. Every attack. Every attack according to the covenant in Jesus' name. Go back. Holy Spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to release your fire. Oh, hallelujah. Release your fire and burn out the works that Satan has brought in Jesus' name. Hey, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we ask you to take this deliverance to completion in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, take a deep breath and allow the Holy Spirit in and release your prayer language. 
You're on the air now in Jesus' name, area code 917. Hi. Hi. Um, hi, I just wanted to uh, just say this was definitely an on-time word, very on-time. I just recently left a quote-unquote church, and um, I didn't seek the Lord about joining in the first place, but um I deeply repent for just joining because I've been under major attack at night in my dreams. Um, really, every time I go to sleep, it's always some demonic dream. I've just been praying and, you know, just asking God to to help me. But um, I believe a lot of this is because I just didn't seek him first. So. Mm-hmm. Have you repented of that? Yes, I have. All right, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we come in agreement with her repentance before your throne, Father, for bringing herself into a group under the pretenses of being Christian that turned out not to be Christian at all. With the sword of the spirit, we cut her free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garland, chain, fetter, net, yoke, and snare of the devil. We cut her free from all of her associations with that organization and its membership. We cut her free from all the demons that are associated with that group. We take authority, dominion, and power of those spirits. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send them back where they came from. Now, what you need to do is you need to take a deep breath and cough from your gut and keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Come on out of her. All of those water spirits, the fire of God be upon you in Jesus' name. All of those sex dreams, you're from the devil. Your water spirits, your marine spirits the fire of God, to burn you out in Jesus' name. We cut her free from all ancestral witchcraft in Jesus' name. We cut her free from all voodoo in Jesus' name, all hoodoo in the name of Jesus Christ. Every order, type, and rank of witchcraft we cut her free from in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out of her. All the witchcraft coming down her family lines, we cut her free. In Jesus' name. Come on out of her. We uproot you now. We curse the very roots of it in Jesus' name. Anybody in your family in the Masonic order? Um, Not that I'm aware. Uh, I was told from my, my dad a couple of months ago that both my grandparents were into, uh, Witchcraft from Haiti. Okay. Mhm. 
Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I repent. I completely turn away from. I completely turn away from. I denounce as sin. I denounce as sin. And I renounce. And I renounce. All the witchcraft. All the witchcraft. From the Haitian bloodline in my family. From the Haitian bloodline in my family. I denounce and renounce. I denounce and renounce. The agreement. The agreement. That Haitian ancestors. That Haitian ancestors. Made with Satan. Made with Satan. In order to procure. In order to procure. Their freedom. Their freedom. From the oppressors. From the the European oppressors. From the European oppressor. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I uproot that out of her life now in Jesus' name. <laughs> Come up and out of her right now in Jesus' name. <coughs> Come out of her right now in the name of Jesus. Native ancestry. African. French. Portuguese. And any other culture found in her bloodline. I cut her free from their witchcrafts and sins in Jesus' name. Deep breath and call. We ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you release the fire of God to burn these spirits out of her in Jesus' name. Father, we ask you to bring to her mind practices from her family lines, customs, and traditions that are wickedness in your eyes, that she might repent of them as well in Jesus' name. Deep breath and call from your gut. I cut off the head of every serpent in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out of her. Come out of her. Cough him out. Cough him out now. Cough him out now. Deep breath and cough from your gut. This is the only way it's going to happen. Lose her mind in Jesus' name. We break your grip and hold in Jesus' name. 
Come on out of her in the name of Jesus. Come on out of her now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of her now. We command you to in the name of Jesus Christ. With the battle axe of the Lord, we cut you off at the very root, your origins and beginnings in her life, in Jesus' name. Woo! We break your grip and hold. Come out of the base of her spine right now, in Jesus' name. Come out of her belly, in the name of Jesus Christ. We decapitate all the snakes in her belly, in Jesus' name. Cough, honey. We break the power of these spirits in your life in the name of Jesus. All jujus go back where they came from. All Haitian witchcraft goes back where it came from. We sever the communications between the demons at that cult church. And those in your family line, in Jesus' name, Ushe, Yegura, Yerigisa, come on out of her in the name of Jesus. Erugusu, Rugusa, Tabrisa, Tabraka, Tabrisha, Ediosa, Tabrakuta, Tabrikiti, Tabri. You gonna have to cough here. All the way. Don't swallow anything. Cough it out. Okay. Thank you. Cough it out. Cough. Make yourself microscopic and come out of her in Jesus' name. Open your mouth wide. That's better. All of it. 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 Every sex devil, you're bound in Jesus' name. Every water spirit, you're consumed by the fire of God. You're growing weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker in Jesus' name. Come out of her. Come out of her. And don't you tear her in Jesus' name. Make yourself microscopic and come out of her right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for releasing your warring angels to war against these spirits that have been warring against her. In the name of Jesus, make these demons come subject to your holy name, Lord. Come on out of her. Come on out. All the way. We tear down your resistance in the name of Jesus Christ. We tear down your resistance. You cannot resist the name of Jesus. You must come subject to the name of Jesus. Bow. Bow now to the name of Jesus. Bow now to the name of Jesus. Come on out of her. We open up those chakras and we command you to come out of them in the name of Jesus. Come on out of them. Every serpent spirit, your head is cut off. Your tail is cut off. 
You're decapitated. You have no power. You have no mobility. Get out in Jesus' name. No, you cannot open your mouth and swallow her. We break your jaw in Jesus' name. We defame you in Jesus' name. All your poisons go back into you. That python spirit, we cut you. We turn your your contractions back upon you in Jesus' name. Come out. Stop squeezing her and come out of her now in Jesus' name. Call, honey. Come on. That's right. Cough it all out. All of it. All of it. Thanks and prayer. Cough it out in Jesus' name. Come out of our privates in the name of Jesus. Come out of our privates. If you're not holy and pure, we bind you in Jesus' name. Come out of our privates. If you're not chaste, we bind you in Jesus' name. Come out of our privates. Come out of the front. Come out of the back. In Jesus' name. Come on out of her. Come out of the front. Come out of the back. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Come on out, in the name of Jesus. Fire of God, thank you for burning these things out. Setting them ablaze in the name of Jesus. Cough, honey. Cough. Cough from your gut, not your throat. Thank you, Lord. Leviathan, cut all your heads off in the name of Jesus Christ. And we descale you now. We put out your fire and we break your jaws. Come out of her in the name of Jesus. All of you. We bind every strong man she has ever had in Jesus' name. And all of your underlings in Jesus' name. All of you come out once. In the name of Jesus. There we go. All of you come out now in Jesus' name. Drop again. We rob the strong man's house now. 
and we take back what belongs to Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. <laughs> Deep breath and calm. False religious spirits bound in Jesus' name. Lying demons, you're bound in Jesus' name. Come on out of Spirits of deception, spirits of delusion, you're bound in Jesus' name. Come out. Cough it on out. Childhood demons, you're bound in Jesus' name. Come out. Childhood dedications to the devil. We break your powers in Jesus' name. Come out of her. Cough it out. Cough it out. Come on out. Childhood dedications to the devil. Come on out of her in the name of Jesus. Fire of God, burn it out in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Sword of the Spirit, pierce it through in the name of Jesus. Cough, honey. Cough. Deep breath, cough. From the gut. All right, that's about all you can take for tonight Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ We ask you to take this deliverance to completion in Jesus' name Let your fire come and burn these spirits out in the name of Jesus Christ Holy Spirit, hover over her We plead the blood of Jesus over her do you have a prayer language? Yes. I bind false tongues in Jesus' name. Come out of her. Come out of her in Jesus' name. Call, honey. Come on out. You got to call. That's right. Come on out. All right. Repeat after me. Okay. Okay. Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins and the sins of all of my ancestors. I ask that you forgive me for all my sins and the sins of my ancestors. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. And that your grace is sufficient for me. And that your grace is sufficient for me. 
I receive your forgiveness for me now. I receive your forgiveness for me now. I ask you to come into my heart and be my personal Savior and the Lord of my life. I ask you to come into my heart and be my personal Savior and the Lord of my life. I want nothing to do with the power of the devil. I want nothing to do with the power of the devil. I only want the power of Jesus Christ in my life. I only want the power of Jesus Christ in my life. I give you my life. I give you my life. I give you my love. I give you my love. And all of my allegiance. And all of my allegiance. I trust you, Lord Jesus. I trust you, Lord Jesus. To deliver me. To deliver me. To heal me. To heal me. And to set me free. And to set me free. All right, you need to fast this weekend. However, the Lord tells you to fast, that's what you need to do. Okay? Okay. And write me and I'll Thank talk you so to you much. a little more. We love you. Okay. God bless Thank you. Thank you so much. Bless you more. Well, God bless you. Saints, we need to keep her lifted in prayer. Amen. Amen. We need to keep her lifted in prayer. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning uh, Senator Ted Cruz grilled an FBI official concerning confidential, excuse me, human informants. who may have been involved or had knowledge about the events of January 6th. Well, it turns out that one of the top people in the Oath Keepers, the vice president, was an FBI informant, an FBI informant who was embedded for months in the inner circle of Stuart Rhodes, the leader of the Oath Keepers militia, is likely to testify as a defense witness at the seditious conspiracy trial of Mr. Rhodes, January 6, 2021. The informant, Greg McWhorter, served as the Oath Keeper's vice president but was secretly reporting to the FBI about the group's activities in the weeks and months leading up to the Capitol attack, according to two people familiar with the matter. But wait, there's more. Mr. McWhorter Uh, is the second known FBI confidential source who was in a position to provide information to federal agents about the Oath Keepers before January 6th, raising questions about why investigators did not know more about the attack on the Capitol. Near the start of Mr. Rhodes' trial, Abdullah Rashid, a former Oath Keeper from West Virginia, told the jury that he became alarmed by the violent language Mr. Rhodes used during a video conference with members of his group in November 2020 and provided the FBI with a recording of the call. The more I listened to the call, Mr. Rashid testified, it sounded like we were going to war against the United States government. 
Officials at the FBI did not respond to Mr. Rashid's initial attempts to contact them and only reached out to him after January 6th. The FBI also had a confidential source in the Kansas City chapter of the Proud Boys in the months leading up to January 6th. That person, a low-level member of the far-right group, marched with other Proud Boys into the Capitol on January 6th. But in meetings with the government before the Capitol was stormed, he told investigators that the organization had not planned to attack the building and stop the certification of the 2020 election. Wow, even the liberals had to ask the obvious question after all this information was revealed. If the FBI had all these contacts and they are claiming there was a prior plot, why wasn't it stopped beforehand? Certainly the FBI should have stopped a seditious conspiracy if it was not a spontaneous riot. Amen. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. It's interesting what has been discovered. Thank you, Lord. Things were shaken up on Twitter by Elon Musk's leadership. He fired thousands of people who were not necessary at the company, and some things came out amid the chaos. One of the noticeable shifts first surfaced in Japan. Trending lists no longer included a lot of political posts. According to some influencers, trending lists were full of Gundam and Anlene trends. Niche Gammer wrote this tweet, Gundam and other entertainment have replaced politics on Japanese Twitter trends after new owner Elon Musk laid off thousands of employees at the company. The layoffs included a team responsible for curation. And one Japanese journalist attributed this change from politics to entertainment to the team's dissolution. This was also spotlighted by Japanese writer Aiko. We'll call him Aiko. We'll call him Ike. I'm pretty sure Twitter's news feed isn't updated, he tweeted. We Media created a moment for our own article, then contacted the Twitter curation team, and it may or may not have been selected after screening. But this work has made sense for a while. I wonder if there isn't. It seems that Twitter had been colluding with specific media to create trends that push specific narratives. People in Japan are comparing the trending list from previous days, and almost all trending topics had been political in nature. This is also happening in the United States. Just today, the general trending list doesn't have anything political until number 13 with a post about Paul Ryan. Everything else is either entertainment or sports-related. There has been no actual proof that any manipulation was occurring before people were fired, but some are putting together pieces of information that seem to indicate that topics would occupy news stories that give boosts to left-leaning storylines. Right-leaning trending topics would disappear very quickly. All righty. Thank you, Father, for bringing out more truth. 
We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning if you can move every human into a digital concentration camp, empty their bank account at any time you want, and tell them what they can and cannot spend money money on, you've got complete control. Well, that's what Catherine Austin fits. Uh, Central bank digital currencies, that's what she said, okay? Central bank digital currencies, or CBDCs, are digital currencies issued directly from a nation-state central bank and serve as legal tender. CBDCs are controlled by governments and therefore represent the polar opposite of the ideas, decentralization, open source software, permissionless peer-to-peer transactions that made Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies such a revolutionary technology. As you can guess, CBDCs will be tied to user identities and digital IDs, which will allow for total surveillance by the state and eliminate any chance of financial privacy. According to the Atlantic Council's Central Bank Digital Currency Tracker, 112 countries representing over 95% of global GDP are exploring a CBDC. Eleven countries have already launched a digital currency, including Nigeria and numerous Caribbean nations. Fourteen countries are testing pilot programs, including South Korea, Thailand, Saudi Arabia, Sweden, and China, which is set to expand its use of the digital yuan in 2023. Anthony Pompolino, an American entrepreneur, investor, and Bitcoin evangelist, wrote last March that central bank digital currencies will be one of the greatest violations of human rights in history. Central bank digital currencies remove the privacy and decentralized nature of physical cash, he explained. It creates an environment where central banks have complete control over every aspect of a citizen's financial life. These central bankers will be able to see what is in your account, whom you transact with, what you purchase, and anything else they are curious about in your financial life, he wrote. That that full transparency with the state removes all elements of privacy while also giving the institutions the ability to censor any and all transactions, regardless of whether they have a legitimate reason or not. Robert Kay, the author of of the personal finance book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, had scathing criticism of the idea of introducing CBDCs. Robert K. referred to the executive order 14067 signed by the Biden White House in early March that established the government's position on creating a CBDC as the most treasonous act in U.S. history in a tweet that he posted on July 17th. In addition, he went as far as to declare 
the establishment of CBDCs to be communism in its purest form. Imagine this. You spoke up against masking children at your school's board meeting. Purchase denied. You exceeded your vehicle's weekly miles and surpassed your carbon limit. Purchase denied. You posted private messages on Facebook questioning the integrity of the last election. Purchase denied. You did not take your latest Pfizer mRNA gene therapy shot. Purchase denied. You defied your lockdown protocol and traveled outside of your quarantine zone. Purchase denied. All of this would be possible because CBDCs are programmable. For example, China's digital wand can be programmed to be activated on a certain date, programmed to expire on a certain date, programmed to be only valid for certain purchases, and programmed to be only available to citizens who meet certain preconditions. Central banks can thus influence the control and behavior of the recipients of this centralized digital currency, as well as exclude those whom they want to penalize from participating in the financial system. These CBDCs would be linked to digital IDs, which would be linked to vaccine passports, carbon footprints, and a social credit system similar to the one being implemented in China. In fact, the entire coercion around implementing vaccine passports and digital IDs looks to be a pre-planned stepping stone for the rollout of central bank digital currencies and global social credit system control dovetails with the green energy movement, which is designed to produce energy scarcity within a digitally monitored smart grid connecting electricity, gas, and energy usage to citizens' digital IDs. Catherine Austin Austin Fitz, the former Assistant Secretary of the United States Department of Housing and Urban, Urban Development, said in a recent interview, all of this clean energy is designed to produce an all-electrical system which will allow them to build an all-digital transaction system that will give them digital control. Energy will be top-down, and then you're going to place sensors and chips on everything that moves in America, she explained. If you can move every human into a digital concentration camp, empty their bank account anytime you want and tell them what they can and cannot spend money on, you've got complete control. If your government approves a CBDC, every doctor you visit, every meal you eat, every trip you take, every purchase you make, and every dollar you own will be tracked in real time by your government for the rest of your life. Central bank digital currencies are the next frontier for the battle for freedom, and this is the conversation that must start now because centrally controlled digital currencies are coming down the pipeline in a big way. Without global awareness, central banks will weaponize money against humanity and pull off the greatest violation of human rights we have ever seen 
and citizens will cheer them on while they do it. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Now, this um, particular article came out on the 9th of this month, and I think before it's over, you'll get the point. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy has declared that Republicans will take back the House of Representatives. A GOP takeover of the House would likely mean that McCarthy will become Speaker of the House for the 118th Congress. I want to thank the millions of supporters across this country, McCarthy said on the 9th. It is clear we are going to take the House back. At the time of publication, the AP has called winners in 371 of the 435 House seats up for grabs. This includes 199 Republicans and 172 Democrats. To take control of the House, a party needs 218 seats, meaning that Republicans are currently 19 seats away from capturing the lower chamber. If you believe in freedom, hard work, American dreams, these results prove there is a place for you in the Republican Party, he said. We're expanding this party. Results in Florida indicate that Republicans made inroads among among Hispanic voters with Miami-Dade County in Florida going decidedly in favor of incumbent Governor George, I'm sorry, Ron DeSantis and Senator Marco Rubio. Republicans also managed to flip a seat, that of January 6th committee member Elaine Luria, seen as a bellwether wester for GOP prospects. However, the party was unable to pull off a hope-for flip of the 7th and 10th congressional districts of Virginia, which border the Washington area. McCarthy's optimistic declaration seems in line with expected results but the race for the House remains uncalled by most media outlets. Now, let me tell you, you're out late. But when you wake up tomorrow, we will be in the majority, and Nancy Pelosi will be in the minority, McCarthy said around 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time after long election night. The Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, continues to maintain optimism about her party's chances and has refused to concede that Democrats will lose the lower chamber. While many races remain too close to call, it is clear that the House Democratic members and candidates are strongly outperforming expectations across the country, Pelosi said. The race for the Senate also remains too close to call. This includes Democrat John Fetterman's projected victory over Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania and Republican J.D. Vance's victory over Tim Ryan in Ohio. Crucial races in, I don't know if this is, this was written on the nice, Wisconsin, Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, and Alaska remained uncalled. Presently, all seats have not been conclusively called, and many have been contested. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Washington's declaration 
that Russia no longer qualifies as a market economy not only puts pressure on Moscow but will have repercussions globally. Kremlin spokesperson Paskov told reporters on Friday, the latest step to continue this really destructive line in no way contributes to the stabilization in global markets, he emphasized. Paskov was reacting to the U.S. Department of Commerce announcement earlier on Friday that the U.S. would no longer treat Russia as a market economy. The department claimed that American industries and manufacturers are struggling to compete with Russian companies in both domestic and global markets. This can only be viewed in one way, as it seems to me. It's a continuation of actions to put pressure on the Russian Federation in all possible directions, and we've seen pressure on the economy, numerous sanctions, and so on. Peskov said. He added that the Kremlin has been realizing that the Western sanctions have failed to destabilize the Russian economy. Instead, they cause a fair amount of turbulence, primarily for the European economy, because the U.S. is more resilient in this regard. Although the Americans also suffer from inflation and the chaos in the energy market, Peskov added. The U.S. Department of Commerce has announced it will no longer treat Russia as a market economy, arguing that American industries and manufacturers are struggling to compete with Russian companies in domestic and global markets. The move will allow Washington to unleash the full force of the U.S. anti-dumping law to ensure that U.S. industries get the relief from unfair imports that they are entitled to, the Commerce Department said in a statement. This decision is an important acknowledgement of the rise of Russian state influence in their economy, which puts U.S. industries at a disadvantage when trying to compete globally. It added, insisting that its conclusions were based on in-depth analysis of research from impartial third-party sources. The Commerce Department will now apply an alternative methodology to calculate the duties and fees on future imports from Russia since alleged. Extensive government involvement in the economy has led to distorted prices and costs in Russia, which do not accurately reflect whether Russian companies are fairly pricing imports into the United States. Moscow's ambassador to the U.S. called the move illogical and accused Washington of further deepening the imbalances in world markets, numerous illegitimate unilateral barriers. The U.S. designated Russia a market economy, a market economy back in 2002 in a move that helped the country to eventually join the World Trade Organization one decade later. Earlier this year, the U.S. suspended normal trade relations with Russia to punish Moscow over the conflict in Ukraine. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank the righteous judge for the adjudications of the issues that were presented. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Marshall, we're ready to go before the Lord. I believe, I believe we are ready in Jesus' name.
Brother Marshall, now come and pray about You're already there, okay? Praise God. We're already there. We've been there for some time. And we thank you, Lord. All things are naked and open unto your eyes, and you know exactly what's going on. And nothing's a surprise to you, Father. And, and Jesus, we thank you that you're able to save us the uttermost to come to Heavenly Father by you. We thank you for that blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of evil. We overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. We love not our lives unto the death. If you paid that price to redeem us, Father, and you did, by sending your Son, setting him forth to be that substitute and sacrifice, putting him on that tree to take our cup of cursing, according to Galatians 3:13 and 14, we thank you for the wonderful grace and wonderful future you have for each one of us. You've not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of sound mind. And it is written in Colossians 2:13 and following, and that you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he, God, quickened together with him, with Jesus, having forgiven you all trespasses. Thank you for 1 John 1, 9. As we have and we do repent, all generational iniquity, spirits, and all personal sins, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, past tense, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly over it, triumphing over them in it, in the cross. We thank you for the power of your cross, Lord, and we give you praise and honor and glory. We thank you for all that you've been exposing, Father God, even as Pastor Sabrina's been reading through these things. You told us we don't have to be afraid of them because you've not given us the spirit of fear. And it's written in Matthew 10:26, Fear them not, therefore, for there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. So we thank you for bringing all these things to light, and we give you praise and honor and glory, Father, that he began a good work in each one of us is carrying every one of these things on to completion. We ask for your intervention, judication from the righteous judge you've given Jesus all power in heaven and earth, the most high rule in the kingdom of men, give it to whomsoever he will. And we thank you, Father, when the name of the Lord is present, your wondrous works declare, Father God, because of the blood of the covenant, the blood on our lips, the blood in our hearts. You said, when I see the blood upon the houses where you are, the plague shall not be upon you to destroy. And we're your house, Lord, as we hold fast the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end, because he began a good work, and each one of us has carried it on to completion. And Father, you said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, the Creator of God, let him ask of God, who give it to all men liberally, and debate if not, you even give it to me. That's pretty awesome. And why do you do that? For Christ's sake, for the anointed one's sake, for the Messiah's sake. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We thank you, Father, for sending Jesus in your name, for your name's sake. Deliver us all and all of our family members and all those who have been interceding for not just the United States, but all over your earth, and the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. We ask for adjudication concerning all these things that have been done and concerning the so-called January 6th uprising or whatever. And who planned that? It's an interesting thing. Some people think, oh, it's those terrible, uh, super-duper super uh, Trump supporters. Uh, no, apparently it wasn't. Apparently it wasn't. So we thank you for exposing all these things, Father God. Even as Pastor Sabrina pointed out, the FBI had a lot of information that they didn't bother to act on. And Nancy Pelosi was offered National Guard, which she declined until after the fact. So we thank you, Father. Then they got a little bit concerned. And we thank you, Father God, that you're going to bring to light everything that needs to be brought to light. And we thank you for exposing it more and more day by day. We give you praise and honor and glory, Lord, in Jesus' name. We ask for adjudication concerning the interesting uh, things going on on Twitter since Elon Musk has uh, taken over the leadership there and gotten rid of many different people, that all these political posts 
uh, and was evaporated, not just from Japan, even in the United States. Father, we thank you for that. Thank you for bringing that to light. The little clue. You mean maybe there were people putting them there that didn't need to be? We thank you for exposing these things. Ask for your righteous adjudication from the righteous judge. Concerning the revelations that Patrick Sabina read about concerning what Catherine Austin Fifth and others have been talking about for some time about the CBDC, the Central Bank Digital Currency, Father God. And it really is just a plan to bring us into the similar control, sort of communist lockdown control of people's ability to buy and sell, kind of like what it talks about in the book of Revelation around chapter 13. You can't buy or sell without the mark of the, of the government. Oh, Mark of the Beast, who are, our battle is not against the government, it's against spirits. So, Father, we bind every one of these spirits seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy. <clears throat> Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Not just Matthew 18, 18, Matthew 16, 19. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. We first bind you, Satan, the strong man. We bind every one of your mind-blinding spirits, every spirit of ungodly fear trying to cause people to make decisions. Oh, but I'm going to take the easy way out. Is this the only way? Oh, they're going to give me free money. Isn't that nice? I just have to sell my soul to who? <laughs> to sign here in what? In, in my blood? My soul? I have to give my soul for what? Oh. So, Father, we ask you to wake up the body of Christ and wake up those that think they're in the body of Christ that are following a different God, the God of S-E-L-F, as Sabrina's pointed out tonight and other pastors have talked about in times past, Father God, Many, many people, one of Satan's favorite false gods is the God of self, just doing whatever comes into my mind. So we hold every thought continually captive and subject to the complete obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as for you said, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We don't need bazookas. We don't need atomic bombs. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to bring down strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Every spirit of Leviathan, every spirit of pride and rebellion, bound in God. Every Satan, you're bound. Every one of your underlings are bound. In Jesus, you, the strong man, are bound. Every one of your underlings are bound. Every spirit of Asmodeus, Osmodeus, Incubus, Cyclops, all marine spirits, your water dried up. Every, every plan and scheme of the enemy, trying to control everything, trying to affect the saints and those coming into the body of Christ. Your demonic assignment, steal, kill, and destroy. Canceled, seven, and nullified. Every spirit of Zeus is bound. Every ungodly spirit, trying to steal people's financial privacy, bound and gagged. Every spirit of the attack against financial transactions, inconvenient cash. Every spirit of transactions coming against even what they tried to do during the last Great Depression. They tried to confiscate people's gold. Father God, we thank you for helping your children to be wise to serve and harmless as it does and to know what you want us to do. And we thank you, Father God, as interest rates might go up. And maybe eventually somebody might be able to earn, oh, I don't know, maybe a whole 2% on their savings. And then with these so-called savings accounts, which are what? Oh, they're losing accounts. Because every month, your account has less and less and less purchasing power. Even if you're earning a whole huge whopping 0.04%, somebody might even earn a whole whopping 0.1%. So, Father God, we thank you for waking up the people and causing them to say, well, you know what? If food prices are going up, and they are, maybe we should invest in seeds. We can plant a garden in the spring in the northern hemisphere, and some of our Australian friends probably need to be planting soon. And down in down, down under in in, uh, in, in uh, New Zealand and other countries, Father God, where it's a little bit warmer down in South America. So we thank you, Father God. It's getting cooler in the northern hemisphere. It's getting a little bit warmer down there. So help us all to hear your voice. Because Jesus can't lie. And there's some people who really think they're Christians, but they haven't really 
had desired to hear what the Lord wanted them to hear. Father God says in his word, this is my beloved son. Hear him. All of you hear him. Where was that? In Mark 9, 5 or 4 or something. He wants all of us to hear Jesus. And Jesus can't lie. He only speaks what the Father told him to say. And he says, my sheep hear my voice. And he says, oh, I love you with an everlasting love. I'm drawing you with my loving kindness. That's why I hung on, the, hung on that tree. For the joy set before me for my bride that I purchased with my own blood. So you can have your wedding dress ready. For her sins be as red as scarlet, she'll be as white as snow. Thank you for loving us perfectly, Lord. And perfect love casts out all fear. So we continue to continually do what you tell us to do in First Peter 5. You say, God, resist at the proud, but give us grace unto the humble. We repent and renounce every spirit of haughtiness and pride. Well, I can figure it out. I know how to use a computer. I know how to do uh, cryptocurrency, which is being decimated by their plans. So they're, and they're trying to desperately hold down the price of gold and silver, which seems to be creeping up a little bit. But, Father God, we know while they're desperately trying to control these things, and silver is grossly undervalued. Father God, while they're desperately trying to do these things, why are they trying to do that? To try and usher everybody in, all the little cattle, cattle uh, 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 citizens, the upright citizens that, that all the politicians are serving with all their sincerity and heart because they want to do what's right from the uniparty. Some people call them Democrats and Republicans, but they all, the majority of them, there may be one or two exceptions, the majority of them serve the same false god. They go to the Masonic lodges, they have their little secret handshakes. So, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for helping your children be wise as serpent harmless that we thank for Catherine Austin Fitz and those that have been, to light, been bringing to light for some time now all this business about the central bank digital currency, including this fellow who exposed this as, a, as, as one of the most grievous attacks against uh, the so-called Republic of the United States of America, which has been run as a, um, <laughs> it's just a little corporation, a little part of the central bankers, the international private central bankers that pretend to be federal, pretend to be a reserve, they're just controlling things and trying to put out the little parachute so that as the currency collapses, it doesn't do it too fast because they're trying to get all their money out. It's partly why they've been holding the price of silver and gold down. And the central banks of many of these different individual nations like, oh, Russia and China, uh, they've been, and even Japan, they don't want U.S. Uh, treasuries anymore. Now, why is that? Do they know the end from the beginning do they know there's a little plan to say, goodbye, U.S. dollar? It's not the, the benchmark that's been tied to the Saudi Arabian oil things because uh, they said, no, we're going to go with a little brick thing. We're going to go with the brick currency people. We're not going to go along with all these people. Yeah, you used to give us nice jet planes and all that so we can go along with our Israeli Mossad groups, whatever it is. I don't know what they are. I really don't know. I've heard rumors. I, I don't know. But we thank you, Father God, for all these people bringing to light what's really going on, Father God, and we give you praise and honor and glory. We thank you, Father God, that these people are trying to steal, kill, and destroy. Everything's being exposed. Render unto our neighbors, sinful unto their brethren, never approach where they approach thee, O Lord, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for bringing all these things to light, Father, even as we read previously, Father God, as Jesus says in Matthew 10:26, and also Jesus says in Matthew 8:17, for nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. But if people are trying to get too much stuff to light, oh, what do they do? They go after people like Alex Jones that Pat Holiday used to 
she didn't read everything he said, but he, she would just have the Holy Spirit guide her. She didn't get carried away looking at all the latest news things. She would ask the Holy Spirit to guide her and say, what do you want me to check into? Oh, and the Holy Spirit had her stop when she wasn't interested, but the Holy Spirit, go back to that, read about that. It talks about Trump and the Great Reset. An article many years ago before she moved home to heaven. So, Father God, if you gave her that little clue, this is probably something of some significance because the Holy Ghost wouldn't have us looking down things that we don't need to be aware of. So we think of the, not only Pat Holliday, Catherine Austin Fitz, and this other gentleman who stood up and, uh, about the nonsense about the central bank digital concert, uh, currency, Father God, which he, he called the greatest violation of human rights you've ever seen, kind of a set of a good day. So, Father God, we ask you to close the people that are inclined to go in the wide way. He said, narrow is the way, and few there be that find it. Not everybody's going to heaven unless they genuinely repent from where? In their hearts. Because you don't just believe in your head and, and you sign a little membership roll with some church building. And otherwise, you know, if somebody wanted to be a car, they just walk into a garage. Poof! They're a car. <laughs> somebody wants to be a Christian, just walk into a church building. Poof! You're a Christian. Uh, no. It doesn't work that way, does it? That's pretty silly. In fact, it's ridiculous. But some people kind of think it's like that. But they continue to say, oh, yeah, well, I just I just want to have my, you know, double cheesecake, and I want to have all the extra whatever. All They serve a different God, the God of the belly. Father, God, Father, deliver those in our families especially that are following the false gods, the God of self, the God of the belly, the God of idolatry, and the God behind the Masonic order, the gods behind mammon. Worship, you can only serve one God. You can't serve mammon and the creator God at the same time. The creator money thing, the money that human beings created, is just for convenience. For many, many, many centuries, if somebody had a bag of rice, somebody else had a chicken, or somebody else had a sheep, and somebody else had some corn, they could trade off some for certain things. You know, I'll give you a couple of lamb chops if you give me you know, a pound of corn or something. People would, would trade things. That, this has been going on for a long time. Some people would prefer, you know, I've been down to the sea and I, I bought some fish. And, hey, maybe some storm blew some in. They just landed right there on the beach. Hey, I got some fish. Hey, you want some fish? So, Father God, we thank you, Lord, that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and fit into his plans. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Father, help us all to remember to pray for those who despitefully use us, because you can save those souls. I don't know if you can save Nancy Pelosi's soul. I really don't know. I don't know if you can save her husband's soul. Lord God. I don't know if you can save many of the pedophile souls, Father God, and those people that go to get their nasty drinks, Father God, those that are torturing the children, those that are doing horrific things, Father God, because that's the ultimate thing. That's the ultimate currency that the deep state is using, is trafficking children. Deliver all the children, Father God, in every nation, not just from Ukraine, every nation, every nation, every nation, Father God, deliver all the children in Jesus' name. We give you honor and glory. We thank you for the so-called election, maybe it's the selection that went on, and we know, Father God, they played a little game, make people think they actually have a voice. And maybe some people, they can affect local elections. Yes, that's very true. Local elections really still do have a, a, a serious impact. But the statewide elections <laughs> and the federal elections, it's so obvious. Who People have eyes to see, Father God. Give us all understanding. As we commit our works unto you, Lord, that our thoughts shall be established. We commit our way unto you, Lord Jesus. We trust also in you, and you will bring it to pass. As we continue to cast our burdens upon you, and you will sustain us. You'll never suffer the righteous to be moved. 
even as you render unto man your righteousness. We do thank you, like, like it says in Job 33:26, and it says in Romans 5:17. We thank you for the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. We just have to be sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise as we drink into one spirit with you, Lord, because of the blood of the covenant. We ask for a divine help and intervention, Father God, concerning all this up, upheaval in uh, causing evil good and good evil from the American uh, global uh, political elite that are trying to put the, the, the screws down on, on Moscow, Father God, and trying to, trying to hurt Moscow. So whatever you do to somebody else, you're doing it to yourself. Why did Biden close down the uh, different pipelines in one of his first executive orders within moments of taking office, supposedly taking office? So we thank you, Father God. Even the people that, that don't listen to much of the news, they said, of course it's not Ukraine. That came after. The prices of gas started to skyrocket as soon as Biden took office. And some of those nice, uh, whatever you want to call them, awake people, that thought, you know, they thought they were really awake. They, they, they're aware of what's going on, Father God. They're, they're aware it's not all Russia's fault. They're always pointing fingers at somebody else. And as Pat uh, has said, and Sabrina said very nicely tonight, when we go to heaven and stand before the judgment seat of Christ, we're not going to be able to point fingers at Biden or Fauci or at Trump or anybody else. And we repent for entertaining any spirit of idolatry and every spirit of procrastination and presumption and selfishness and every spirit of listening to our own thoughts instead of binding them in Jesus' name. So we bind every spirit of vain imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And we ask you to deliver us all. You said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be sozo, shall be delivered, saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. In Romans 10.13 and Acts 2.21. And we're whosoever, and so we call upon your name. You said, If two of you on earth are going to start to anything, that's, it shall be done of my Father which is in heaven. And we thank you, Father, you're hearing our prayers because Jesus is interceding on our behalf and the Holy Ghost is groaning through us. So we ask you to deliver us all Satan. You're bound to every one of your underlings, every ungodly spirit seeking to kill, steal, and destroy, coming against every one of us, coming against the finances, coming against the hearts and minds of, of the people, Father God, and those people that have had their, their, their thoughts jerked around by the false media. We thank you for exposing these things from Twitter. The people are saying, oh, Things have changed there. Uh, is this guy good or bad? Only God is good. Jesus says that really clearly. And it says it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again in your word, in Jesus' name, that only God is good, in Jesus' name. I will hope continually, yet praise thee more and more by the grace of God. My mouth shall show forth thy righteousness and thy salvation all the day. For I know not the numbers that will go in the strength of the Lord God, I'll make mention of thy righteousness, even of thine only, as it is written in Psalm 71. Psalm 71, 14 to 16. My tongue shall also talk of thy righteousness all the day long, for they are confounded, they're brought into shame, that seek my hurt. Was Pat Holiday flawless? No. It took her years before she found out about the King James Version. She used to use some of the other versions, and I did too, and I was led astray. Many of us have been led astray. In fact, I think it was on Wednesday that Sabrina, Pastor Sabrina pointed out that uh, the devil deceives everyone, and he does. That's what it says over in Revelation 12.9. But we thank you, Father God, that the devil doesn't win. He's already lost. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest. He might destroy the works of the devil in, in uh, 1 John 3.8. And we thank you, Jesus. You said, Father, 
I've finished the work thou gavest me to do. It is finished. So when the Israelites went into the promised land, you know, after the fathers who didn't keep the covenant, and God had to give them a little uh, whatever, they, they had a little problem. Even Moses couldn't go in because he, he got bent out of shape and he started to be upset with people. Oh, we have to forgive every human being. We just have to love every human being and bind the demons. And so we do that. We love every human being, create an image of God. He made of all men of one blood. And we bind every demon, every spirit of greed, corruption, every spirit of perversion, Satan, you're bound, or your underlings are bound, and we bind the strong man. And we cancel the assignments in every one of these areas. We make adjudications for it, and we thank you, Jesus, for interceding for each of us and saving us all to the uttermost to come to Heavenly Father by you, like it says over in, in Hebrews 7.25. And we thank you, Jesus, for that blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. For we overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony. We love not our lives, but that this Christ is our life. He has the power to end us life. And he said, flowing with you always, even to the end of the world. And he can't lie. He is Emmanuel, God with us. Before name above all stories, blessed Redeemer, living God with us. Emmanuel, God with the living word, Lord Jesus, the word you live in us. And you know, though I pray, you are back there. Without wavering, without wavering, the need of faith. 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 Of them are at their knees or not.